Here's your Wealth Professional Morning Briefing for Tuesday, May 31st. IROC has no plans to ease off the gas ahead of the new combined SRO, although its merger with the Mutual Fund Dealers Association of Canada is expected to happen by the end of 2022, with the new SRO launching on January 1st, 2023, IROC has set out its priorities for the months ahead. These priorities will help with the creation of a strategic plan and priorities for the new SRO and include exploring ways to return disgorged funds collected from advisors and firms disciplined by IROC to harmed investors. IROC acknowledges that this may not cover all the investors' losses, but its aim is to remove any ill-gotten benefits such as profits, commissions, fees, compensation wrongfully obtained or losses wrongfully avoided by an advisor or firm through their misconduct and return these funds to harmed investors. Modernisation of rules and IROC's approach to regulation is also a priority, especially in relation to rules that result in unnecessary process or cost or that limit the appropriate use of technology. With the digital world adding new risks, the organisation will also continue its work with the Canadian Securities Administrators to ensure crypto asset trading platforms are fully integrated into the Canadian regulatory system and develop cybersecurity resources to help firms mitigate risk. CIBC's London office is being sued for a million US dollars for allegedly operating a hostile and degrading environment for women. According to a report by Reuters, the discrimination claim is being made by Zhu Feng Wei, who worked as an executive director at CIBC for nearly two years between 2018 and 2020. She's suing for lost earnings and damages, alleging she was subjected to sexual and racial discrimination by managers. Wei also claims she was dismissed by CIBC in March 2020 after she objected to taking on a new role without an increase in pay. According to a defence document supplied by the bank to Reuters, CIBC denies all allegations of discrimination and said her role was made redundant after her responsibilities significantly decreased. Home ownership in Canada continues to be a dream rather than a reality for millions of people, with prices unaffordable for many. A new survey by real estate marketplace Zolo reveals that 63% of respondents don't think they can afford a home in 2022, with 71% worrying they'll never be able to. While rising interest rates are always watched carefully by would-be home buyers, it's not the biggest barrier to buying right now. 57% said that inflation is the main factor impacting their decision to buy, compared to 50% for higher rates. There's little hope for home prices to do anything different than they have done in recent years, with almost 8 in 10 respondents expecting prices to continue higher through this year. Canadian banks delivered surprisingly good earnings last week because of lower-than-expected credit losses, but will find it harder to repeat that feat in the near future, according to National Bank of Canada. Five of the country's six largest banks beat earnings per share forecasts by an average of 8%, analyst Gabrielle Deschain said in a note to clients reported by Bloomberg. Nearly half of the outperformance was due to low provisions for credit losses, he said. The exception was CIBC, which set aside a $303 million provision for credit losses, more than analysts had projected. Deshane says he thinks CIBC is merely ahead of the curve and other banks may find themselves boosting provisions as economic risks rise. Bank of Canada, the US Federal Reserve and other central banks are tightening monetary policy to cool inflation. These stories in full at wealthprofessional.ca and in our newsletters. For Wealth Professional Canada, I'm Steve Randall.